RTHK News. It's one o'clock. I'm Steve Dunthorne. The headlines. Chief Executive Carrie Lam takes the unusual step of publicly setting out how a detained Huawei executive came to have three Hong Kong passports. The government will look at what it can do to improve road safety after Monday's fatal bus crash in North Point. And the trial of nine key Occupy figures, here's final submissions. The Chief Executive Carrie Lam has taken the exceptional step of clarifying how Huawei's Chief Financial Officer, Meng Wanzhou, had three Hong Kong passports on her when she was detained in Vancouver. Mrs Lam said Ms Meng had only one valid Hong Kong passport at any point in time, but may still use her cancelled documents if they contain valid travel visas. She said she didn't usually comment on individual cases, but was worried about the negative publicity surrounding the SAR passport. I can say this again, that uh, insofar as the uh, issue of passports to Madame Meng, um, all the um, uh, procedures and arrangements uh, are in law in order. So uh, she has been issued a few passports over a period since uh, she has uh, obtained the Hong Kong permanent resident status uh, because of the specified circumstances that I have explained. Uh, but at one point in time or at any point in time, she holds only one valid Hong Kong SAR passport. And a Canadian court hearing Ms Meng's bail request has adjourned without reaching a decision. She's wanted in the United States to face charges of violating US sanctions against Iran. Ms Meng denies the allegations. Meanwhile, Mrs Lam says drivers and the government both have a role to play in making Hong Kong's roads safer. She was speaking after an accident involving a runaway school bus in North Point that left four people dead on Monday. Three people remain in critical condition. Mrs Lam reminded drivers of their responsibilities and said the road could be as dangerous as a tiger's mouth. But she said the government also had a role to play, including improving road design and educating the public. As far as how we could enhance uh, road safety in Hong Kong, uh, this is always an ongoing uh, objective of the Hong Kong SAR government. So uh, as a result of the uh, very serious fatal traffic accidents this year, the uh, relevant uh, departments will, of course, uh, in light of the um, investigations of every incident, uh, recommend and take the necessary measures. The chief executive also said that while the number of traffic accidents remained steady this year, the number of fatal accidents had increased by 10% as of the end of November. Some 118 people died on the roads in the first 11 months of this year, compared to 94 in the same period this year, last year. This morning, nine people have been injured in a school bus crash on the Kwantong Bypass in Kowloon Bay. The driver is thought to have lost control of the vehicle around 7am and was trapped after it crashed by the side of the road. Seven children and a supervisor were also injured. Traffic in the area near the Richland Gardens housing estate was very congested during the morning rush hour. The prosecutor in the trial of nine key figures of the 2014 Occupy protests says the right to peaceful demonstrations doesn't entitle anyone to block highways for extended periods of time. He's been giving his final submissions, as Tom McAlinden reports.
The Director of Public Prosecutions, David Leung, says the basic law protects the right to peaceful assembly, but whether a protest is considered reasonable depends on its purpose, duration and where it takes place. He quoted previous judgments as saying protesters don't have the right to use the highways or set up camps there. The founders of the Occupy movement, Benny Tai, Chang Kim Man and Reverend Chu Yu Ming, are charged with causing a public nuisance and inciting others to do so, in relation to the 79-day street protests in 2014. Other defendants include legislators Tanya Chan and Xu Ka Chun, as well as activists Raphael Wong and Tommy Jung, and former student leader Eason Chung. Democratic Party lawmakers Andrew Wan and Lam Chuk Teng have pleaded not guilty to obstructing LegCo officers from carrying out their duties. The charges stem from their behaviour during a meeting this summer over the controversial bill to create a mainland border crossing in West Kowloon. The pair were defiant as they headed into their brief appearance in Eastern Court, as Jimmy Choi reports. Flanked by more than a dozen supporters in front of the court building, Andrew Wan and Lam Chak Ting vowed they would not back down in the face of what they described as political oppression of the pro-democracy camp by Carrie Lam's administration. They were among a group of pro-democracy lawmakers involved in rowdy protests during the meeting in June, when the Legislative Council was about to vote on the second reading of the controversial co-location bill. Mr. Wan said the arrest was yet another attempt by the government to stifle opposition in the legislature after six pro-democracy lawmakers were disqualified. He said the arrest of himself and Mr. Lam didn't just concern them, but all Hong Kong people. For his part, Lam Chat Ting described the arrest on Monday as absurd. He said it signaled a new way for political oppression of Democrats. He also warned that more lawmakers might in the future be prosecuted for protesting peacefully in the chamber. The opposition pair pleaded not guilty to the charge of obstructing legal officers from executing their duty. Mr. Lam told the magistrate that he hoped he would be given justice. Andrew Wan also faces one count of common assault of a council security guard, to which he pleaded not guilty. He and Mr. Lam were freed on $1,000 bail. The prosecution plans to summon nine witnesses, but the magistrate agreed with the defense request to adjourn the case for a pre-trial review. That will be heard on the 29th of next month. The prosecution and the defence were told to submit their agreed facts on the case before then. Concern groups have held talks with government officials to press for the establishment of a new public fund to help injured workers. Groups say the fund will provide rehabilitation for injured workers who face long waits for such services in public hospitals. A levy on employees' compensation insurance will pay for the scheme. The government may bring forward proposals for such a fund early next year. But Civic Party lawmaker Kwok Kaki says an independent group should look after the fund. We need to have a special team of professionals and therapists to help those workers to regain their capacity to work. And they have been long neglected by the government and also by uh, the hospital authorities. So we look forward to the setup of this fund as soon as possible. The European Union has added an unscheduled session about Brexit to a summit due to be held on Thursday, following the latest parliamentary setback suffered by British Prime Minister Theresa May. The European Council President, Donald Tusk, said the EU was ready to help the UK, but warned that the Brexit deal itself could not be renegotiated. His view was echoed by German Foreign Minister Heiko Maas. There have been so many negotiations over the past months, difficult negotiations, and the result that both sides contributed to. 
I cannot see at the moment what could be changed. We're following the developments in London closely. We want an orderly Brexit. The comments came after Mrs May postponed a key parliamentary vote on Brexit, which she seemed certain to lose. President Macron of France has announced a rise in the minimum wage and tax changes in response to weeks of violent anti-government protests. Among other concessions outlined in a televised address, Mr Macron said employers would be asked to pay end-of-year bonuses to staff. He denied carrying out a U-turn. We will respond to this economic and social urgency with strong measures, through cutting taxes more rapidly and keeping our spending under control, but not with U-turns. We want a France where people can live with dignity through their work, and on this point we've progressed too slowly. I want to intervene quickly and firmly on this issue. I ask the government and parliament to do whatever is necessary so people can live better on their salaries from the beginning of next year. Some protesters have said the changes don't go far enough. Three church bells taken as war trophies from the Philippines by American soldiers more than 100 years ago are due to arrive back in the country. A ceremony will be held in an airbase in the capital, Manila. The bells were taken when US soldiers destroyed the town of Balangiga in retaliation for the killing of nearly 50 of their colleagues in an ambush in 1901. Scientists have found that activities such as crosswords and Sudoku puzzles do not prevent mental decline in old age. Here's the BBC's Michelle Roberts. For this study, nearly 500 adults in their mid-60s were recruited to take memory and mental ability tests on five occasions over 15 years. The volunteers also filled out questionnaires detailing how much time they spent on challenging hobbies such as chess, Sudoku or crossword puzzles. After taking into account other factors such as IQ, the team found no evidence that such activities protected against age-related cognitive decline. But the researchers believe regularly doing intellectual activities throughout life could boost brain power and provide a higher cognitive point from which to decline. KPMG analysts say they expect Hong Kong to regain its spot as the world's leading IPO market in 2018 after a record-breaking year. Maggie Lee, head of KPMG's China's Capital Market Development Group here, says that there were a record 208 new listings in 2018, raising about $300 billion. She says changes to listing rules and the arrival of new economy companies were the catalyst for this strong performance. All the infrastructure uh, in terms of IPO listing regime that the government has put in for, in particular, for new economy companies. And that is why when you look at the top 10 fundraise companies, there are more number of companies coming from different sectors. And also three out of the top 10 are from new economy companies. Ms Lee says the new listing regime will help Hong Kong maintain this strong performance in 2019. There are a lot of macroeconomic factors that would affect your one line, but in terms of the IPO infrastructure in Hong Kong, um, with all the new rules and all the um, support from the government, we see that new economy would be uh, one of the key engines, and that was sustained for 2019 as well. A short time ago, the Hang Seng Index was at 25,723, 27 points down. 
on the previous close. Turnover is at $36 billion. Currencies, the US dollar trades at 113.07 yen. The euro stands at 1 US dollar 13 cents. And the pound is worth 9 Hong Kong dollars and 82 cents. To sport now and some breaking sports news... Gary White has resigned as head coach of the Hong Kong football team just three months after taking up the post. The Hong Kong Football Association says the Englishman is to take up the same role at a club in Japan. With the rest of the sport, here's Atom Jung. We start with football in the English Premier League. Everton and Watford went back and forth before finishing 2-2 at Goodison Park. Here's the BBC's Ian Dennis with the play-by-play. Gomez to Richarlison! And Richarlison buries the ball past Ben Foster against his former club. First time cross from the right. Pereira hits the post and the rebound that goes in as Watford equalised after 62 minutes. Pereira crosses the ball deep to Corey with a downward header. And in a matter of minutes, Watford have completely turned the game on its head. It's Dinia who goes with a free kick and he scores his first goal for the club to wipe out that Watford lead. That last play was Lucas Digne scoring on a free kick in the sixth minute of injury time to rescue Everton. They remain seventh in the table. Watford are up to 11th. The focus tonight will be on the European Champions League when three more teams will seal their places in the knockout stage. In Group C, three teams are fighting for two places in the last 16. The leaders Napoli and third place Liverpool meet at Anfield. Liverpool must win to have any chance of going through. They need to win 1-0 or by any two-goal margin to qualify. Here's their manager Jurgen Klopp. The group was is a hard one that was clear when you when we, when we got the draw, and now we have the chance still to go through, and that's that's um, pretty special. I'm really looking forward to it. It's a it's a big opportunity for us, and um, yeah, we will try everything to to put it right. Napoli need just a point to go through, or they may even qualify, even if they lose. Their manager Carlo Ancelotti is looking forward to the game at Anfield. There are a lot of Liverpool supporters, but it's true also that there are 3,000 Napoli, from Napoli supporters and also 40 million around the world that support us. And we have to consider also this. The other team to consider is Paris Saint-Germain, who will qualify if they win at Restart Belgrade. But any other result for PSG will leave them relying on the result at Anfield. The other last 16 spot will go to Tottenham or Inter Milan, who are level on 7 points in Group B. Spurs are away to leaders Barcelona and will qualify if they match or better Inter's result at home to PSV Eindhoven. We finish with American football. The Seattle Seahawks have taken a big step towards making the playoffs after beating the Minnesota Vikings on NFL's Monday Night Football. This was a tight defensive battle in Seattle. The Seahawks took a 3-0 lead into the fourth quarter before pulling away for a 21-7 victory. Seattle improved to 8-5. and Minnesota now have six wins, six losses and a draw with just three games left to play. And that's your look at sports. Quick reminder of that breaking sports news, Gary White has quit as Hong Kong's football head coach after just three months. The news from RTHK. I'm the cat with the bass and drum, going around like bum bum bum. I'm the cat with the bass and drum, going around like bum bum bum. What's grooving? I'm moving. I like your style. 
Bum, bum. 